0: What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Today, we have David Rodion talking about a big matchup against St. Mary's. Before we get to that, though, something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. I mean, especially in Colorado, the housing market is just crazy out here. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress and just take some of that worry off your plate. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. They are CSU alum, they're proud DNVR members, they work nights, they work weekends, they do what it takes. What's really cool is they have a fun perk for DNVR members. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or Mike directly at 970-412-2472. Or again, you can always visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast, we've got team DNVR athlete, Colorado State starting forward slash guard. You're kind of positionless, but David Roddy, man, how's it going? I, I dig the durag and the new hairstyle. It's, it's been looking good out on the court.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I feel good.
0: Uh, you know, i got a big game coming up tomorrow and, um, you know, finals
1: is coming up. So, uh, you know, just hoping and looking towards the light of Christmas break where we could just play basketball. So uh, just got to get through these past
0: next few weeks. How stressful is this process? I mean, you know, balancing school and especially now, I mean, like you guys are playing at such a high level. I'm sure you just want to be in the gym all the time. But I mean, you do have priorities off the court as well.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest challenge. Definitely as a student athlete, you know, just finding that balance between trying to achieve your dreams as well as, you know, getting an education as well. So, you know, the team has done a great job. We have, you know, an amazing staff who, you know, holds us accountable in that area. So, you know, just catching up on as much work as possible from, you know, Virgin Islands and everything and, you know, turning in work and everything and, you know, just trying to get through this semester and then, you know, we can enjoy the beginning of conference play, and you know, a month, basically six weeks off of of school.
0: I know it's university sanctioned excused absences and all that, but are the professors cool about it? Like, do you ever have any trouble with you know having to do everything on kind of your own schedule? Yeah,
1: um, it's most for the most part like all the all of the teachers are amazing with it. Like some, most of them are, are fans as well, which is actually pretty cool. Um, but uh, there are some teachers that, you know, in the syllabus, there's like participation points in the class. And since you're gone, they don't count that, you know, like you yeah. don't count those points. Um, and we don't have an opportunity to use those points because we're gone all the time. So, um, you know, there's just certain situations like that or making up a test or, you know, turning in a homework assignment late and everything, even though, you know, we give them a a travel letter before the year saying like, hey, these are the dates that we're going to be gone. Um, And some, you know, adhere to that and understand it. And some just
0: probably didn't even look at, you know, the sheet. (laughs) I'm sure, I mean, they have to work with you. So like, I'm sure it was a little bit different, but back like when I was still a student and running the collegiate and stuff, you know, we'd have times where we'd be traveling to cover the team. And I did, you know, at the beginning of the semester, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to be gone here, here, here. And then it would come and they'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, I told you that three months ago, man. Yeah. But yeah, the basketball team a little bit more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's uh, a, ha- have you like, what's your favorite class you've taken so far? Have you, has there been one that just kind of stands out above the rest?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say my freshman year, first semester, um, I was, initially a health and exercise science major and then i just recently changed it to human development and family studies um it's more of my alleyway um but that intro class to health and exercise science was like really awesome because uh i had a a teacher rick perry if if he's listening uh he's definitely my favorite teacher he's just so he was so energetic um you know in teaching the class i feel like that's the thing that is kind of missing uh so far in in my college experience is a lot of enthusiasm when they teach um because that, you know, yeah it's it's a, it's a, like it's a struggle to go to class the teachers sometimes don't even want to be there uh and so like making the environment fun and you know interactive is like the best way to teach somebody uh especially well especially me like you know coach medvid is super enthusiastic and you know coach Sorsen and all our assistant coaches and everything so um you know i just kind of was formed in that environment so like if my classroom is like that then you know I'm all in but you know if, if they're an energy and I'm like an energy and then it's just you know it just goes downhill from there
0: I would have paid way more attention in class if it was Thorson at the front just yelling at right. like every piece of information <laughs> like this right. is what you do you're here yeah yeah
1: that's <laughs> yeah literally even even in scouts like he would he would be the most animated guy in the room like you know everybody else is just like hey this guy's a shooter and and everything but he's like you got to box him out. You have to take him off the line. And it's just, he's just super, super,
0: super enthusiastic. Have you been in contact with him throughout the season? I mean, you know, I'm sure he's watching you guys and and kind of stoked to see everybody succeeding. Yeah. He
1: texts me before every game, uh, you know, and, and also, you know, every time I go home, I have, I have uh, lunch with him. So, um, you know, I catch up, I uh, catch up with him and it's a, it's a great time. Like always, you know, I feel like he's, kind of an extra coach that we have, you know, he, he still, you know, gives us, gives us advice, not like true X's and O's or anything, but, you know, just say, Hey, I'm supporting you guys. I'll be there in spirit and everything. And, you know, he's doing really, really well with, with Minnesota right now. They're, uh, I believe they're undefeated right now. So, uh, and then, then they had a big win against Pittsburgh. So, um, you know, they're, they're doing great over there. Uh, and, and we're doing
0: fine as well over here. Would it be weird to play against him, like in the NCAA tournament or something if Minnesota and CSU were matched up against each other? Uh, that'll be, that'll be a fun time for
1: sure. Um, You know, I, we've, we've been trying to, you know, play with all the guys who left basically. So, uh, you know, we just jokingly say like, Hey, like we should play Minnesota and, and Iowa state as well. So, um, you know, just to see those guys again, that's really what, you know, it, it, it's all about just like, you know, just catching up competing on the other side and
0: it, w- it would be a lot of fun. Definitely. I mean, you guys had a had a crazy run at the at the Paradise Jam, and I mean, you individually, obviously, were were a big part of that. How rewarding was that entire experience? And did it, you know, did the Virgin Islands live up to what you hoped they would be?
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know, we we learned a lot about our team ourselves. Um, you know, through that through that week that we were there, um, you know a really big important part of, you know, any AAU tournament or any, you know, long road trip is like understanding why you're there. Um, yeah. you know, the, the first day we got there, it was a beautiful view. It, it kind of caught me off guard because the Virgin islands like has a lot of mountains. And like, it really surprised me because when we went to the Cayman islands, it was really flat and like really, really small, but the Virgin islands was huge. So, um, you know, we went on, to, went to, went to St. Thomas and, um, you know, enjoyed it there. We had our first practice and then we kind of, Got to you know get our feet wet a little bit and understand like where we're at, which was pretty cool. But you know we understood that you know we can't go out in the hot tub, we can't go out in the pool yet. Like we're still you know preparing for a game, so you know it was just awesome to see that that maturity from our team. And then you know after you know winning it all and everything, that's when we started to you know enjoy the island a little bit and and you know go in the hot tub and do whatever we we please because you know we we finally you know won the championship there
0: it was awesome man that that whole run was a lot of fun to watch congratulations obviously on on your performance and the MVP was everybody was getting hyped uh, mm-hmm. I know you've been working on that outside jumper so it's it's not a surprise that you've been able to hit them this season or anything mm-hmm. like that but were you maybe like a little bit surprised in that Creighton game when they just kept falling and just like well shoot I'm just gonna keep taking them
1: yeah uh I was a little bit surprised on you know their their game plan a little bit um you know just they kind of giving their, it to you yeah they put their big man on me um you know because you know my I guess my driving skills are are really important that they would you know sag off that much on me um so you know that actually really helped uh that for i saw the first one going and and it was literally like a rhythm shot like in warm so uh-huh. um you know that that was basically the first three so after that. You know, I just had all the confidence in the world and just understanding like, hey, as long as you get your rhythm and it's it's a good shot selection, um, you know, it'll go in. I feel like that's a missing piece in teaching people how to shoot is when to shoot. Um, you know, I definitely struggle with that uh, freshman and sophomore year of understanding like, hey, you know, myself, I believe I can make this shot. But understanding if there's one guy closing out or two guys closing out. And there might be one guy open or it might be a better shot. Um, that can definitely help your percentages as well. Um, that's just a little tidbit from, you know, my experience uh, here at CSU. But, um, yeah, it was just uh, as long as I got it in rhythm and, you know, they kept sagging off. Uh, I'm not missing tonight, so uh,
0: let's just capitalize it and, you know, try to win this game. I know it's it's not ideal to play from behind, but – That had to be beneficial that you guys, I mean, you know, go down against Bradley, come back and win that game. Creighton, you guys kind of controlled throughout, but obviously the the championship game to go down big and then to storm back the way you did. I mean, what did that do for the confidence level of this group? And just knowing like, if we stick to our game, we're always going to be in it. We just got to play for 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. Uh, it didn't really shake us too much. Uh, the only reason why I say that is because we've, we've done it before uh, a bit, you know, even excluding the San Diego state, huge comeback. Uh, you know, we were down against UNLV like 13 with like six minutes left. Uh, like 19 the, to Wyoming. Yeah. 19 to Wyoming. And, and, uh, and many others, like even Nevada, our freshman year, when they hit the shot, like we mm-hmm. were down like eight t- with two minutes left. So, um, you know, we've been in that situation before. I feel like, you know, coach really, really challenged us at halftime uh, on our defensive intensity because we came out super, super flat and with no, no intensity or energy on defense. So, um, you know, we done, we did a really, really great job against, you know, Little Rock uh, with that. Uh, I think we started with a kill. So a kill means like three uh, defensive stops in a row. Um, And, you know, just, you know, understanding like, Hey, you know, we're emotionally mature. We're uh, an experienced group and you know, they're not going to be shooting as well as they did in the first half. And, you know, we can't shoot worse than we did in the first half. So, uh, you know, that that turnaround really, really helped us. And, you know, those defensive stops that, you know, they got like Chandler got, John got, you know, picking in a full court Kendall as well. Um, they, you know, those are all amazing guys. So, um, you know, it was just a really, really good win. And it tested our you know strengths as well.
0: You, you feeling OK? It looks like you got a little shook up in that Little Rock game.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm fine. I think I got I got elbowed in the face a little bit, like right in the forehead. Um, and
0: then, uh, yeah, I rolled I rolled my ankle, but it's okay. Uh, Nothing it's major. A, a little No, you mentioned the defensive presence of you know John and and Chandler, and is is that kind of the the biggest difference between this team maybe two years ago and now? I mean, you guys have had talent for a while now. It's just that consistency on the defensive end.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say so. Um, you know, coming in as a freshman, I really struggled with with the defensive scheme off the ball, not on the ball. I feel like I'm a, I am ai was a pretty okay defender, uh, you know, coming in as a, as a freshman, one-on-one. But, um, you know, off the ball is just a completely different game where, you know, you don't just sit in the lane and, and wait for somebody to shoot. Like, your, your man's moving all the time and setting screens and everything. So, um, you know, the, just that consistency on defense definitely, I feel like, you know, we didn't buy in too much to it because we didn't know how good we could be uh, on that defensive end. And then, you know, sophomore year was, was a, a great year on the defensive end. Um, you know, I think we were in Ken Palm, I feel like we were top 50 for most of the year. Uh, yeah. We it dipped dropped. a little bit at the end, yeah, but for most of the year, you were like right around 50, 55. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, um, you know, that's our, that's our goal is just to, you know, not look at numbers, but understand like, Hey, like this is, could be, you know, the best part of our team is just our versatility on offense and defense. So um, you know we're we're definitely buying into it as well, and you know we're definitely preparing uh, you know for a great team coming in tomorrow, uh, and it, they'll test us on on the defensive end definitely.
0: With Chandler specifically, how big of an addition has he been? Because he obviously like he had a really storied Division two career, and some people you know they're you know is it going to translate? Or, you know, is he going to be content coming in and, and kind of being a role guy after, you know, being the star? And it seems like he's just, you know, happy as can be, like doing the dirty work, you know, just helping this team win. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's an amazing guy. He's a high character guy. Um, you know, he came he came in and it actually surprised me a little bit. He, he told me himself, he's like, man, I love the rebound. And I was like, oh, like that's that's a different, you know, thing to, to love in basketball. So, um, you know, he loves to rebound, uh, you know, he loves to defend as well. Uh, I feel like, you know, he's the best athlete in the conference right now, um, which is really, I feel bad for the, those D2 guys, you know, playing guess, for <laughs> four years. Um, but, you know, he, he definitely deserves to be at this level and he's going to thrive at this level. Like he's already have uh, in his role. Um, but it's just definitely a testament to who he is as a person, you know, coming in, as you know one of the you know best players in D2 and you know coming in to be like hey you know your role is going to be you know basically completely different than what you were doing you know at Dallas Baptist and you know he said okay i'm just here you know to help the team win and and win a championship so um that's just a huge testament to who he is as a
0: as a young man just kind of off that and and talking about roles i think from the outside if you're looking at like Adam Thistlewood and Kendall, their numbers haven't been phenomenal offensively this year, obviously they're kind of battling some injuries, mm-hmm. but just how important are they to like what you guys have built and and what you're continuing to do because obviously you know Kendall might not be racking it up, but he's you know playing great defense, causing steals, creating transition opportunities, all that. Adams become a great wing defender. We saw him drive the other night looks like he's finally getting healthy like mm-hmm. how important are those guys to this team? man,
1: those are those two guys are, are the cornerstone of this program or this new program that we've, we've built, uh, over the years, you know, they were the first two guys to come in, you know, under coach Medved. So, um, I mean, man, I could say so many things about them, their leadership, uh, their, their sacrifice as well. Uh, you know, as you talk about, you know, Adam and, and, and Kendall, um, You know, they it doesn't show up on the scoreboard, but they impact the game so much. You know, even, you know, Adam was is an amazing three point shooter and understands that. And, um, you know, you know, pump fakes and drives all the time. He's a super smart player and and super unselfish guy. He'll he'll make the play before the play every single time, 10 out of 10 times. So uh, it definitely it doesn't really show up in the in the stat book. But, you know,
0: he's he's impacting the game in so many, so many ways. And I mean, I think it, it speaks to their maturity. Obviously, everybody wants the team to win, but when you're, you know, the seniors, I think it's natural to be like, you know, well, I want to get mine a little bit too. Mm -hmm. And to be willing to be like, well, clearly like Roddy, Stevens, Tanji, they're putting up points right now. I'm not going to sulk, you know, I'm not going to sag off defensively or whatever, you know, I'm going to set screens, I'm going to rebound, we're just going to keep it rolling.
1: Yeah, I feel like again that's another interesting part of our team is that you know anybody can go for thirty uh, and at, at a night. So you know, John, you know myself, Isaiah, you know, at last year had like twenty in the first half against Boise. Uh, it was Kendall, like fire. yeah, Kendall, Kendall made like nine threes or seven threes in a game before. Like you know, it can it can come from anybody. So just understanding that you know. For them as well as myself is just like hey like might not be your night so you can go get rebounds you can go get blocks you can go you know still lead the team in in uh, some other category so um you know that's that's the unselfishness of our team and that's also a you know great strength is that you know hey if one guy's not going tonight and you know he might be struggling offensively uh you know some other guy's going to pick it up so uh, I mean even in UNC I think there's like Oh, Zay had 20, John had 20, and then, like, there's, you know, DT had, had 15. I think, like,
0: 10 of you guys had at least four or five points in that yeah, game, it's, so it was just yeah, it's just a lot of co- contribution.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of contribution, so we're really not worried about, you know, stats or anything, and, again, that's just a huge testament to, you know, Kendall and, and AT in their, in, their, um, in their character.
0: It helps with you guys having so much talent, you know, I think if, if you weren't a good team, it might be easier to just be like, alright, well, I'm just gonna try and do this myself, but when... Yeah. You know, John's knocking down threes and Isaiah's doing his thing. It's mm. the depth of this team is, is definitely impressive. Speaking of Isaiah, the last he's like two turnovers over the last four games. I mean, he just continues to get better as a facilitator. Like, what is his ceiling an NBA point guard? I mean, coming in, I thought he might be a little bit undersized, but now I watch him. I'm like, why couldn't he be an NBA point guard?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's the best point guard. He's the best player I've played with, uh, flat out. Um, he's definitely an NBA point guard. Uh, he's an old skilled player, uh, in my opinion, in in the conference. Uh, you know, he can do literally everything. Um, and, you know, that's just a testament of his growth. Uh, you know, he, he's he been capable of, of doing that, you know, ever since a freshman. But, you know, understanding and learning and mastering, you know, the game, he's become a lot more of a floor general for us. Uh, these past few years, rather than you know, you know, just the score, um, you know, his his assist rate is, is crazy right now, um, and you know, I'm just I just you know couldn't be more happy for him. Um, you know, he's just he's taught me a lot as well uh, about you know facilitating and 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 being a leader and and being a you know a guard or a, a big guard. So um, you know, he's he's definitely just a lot of fun to play with and a, a lot of fun to watch.
0: Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If you're an existing customer, you can also get some skin in the game with the same game parlay, which allows you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score. Win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's the holiday season, and if you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer, well today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you to win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use the code DNVR. Ho ho ho, fellas, naughty or nice, it's the season to perform, and Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside you will find their Lawn Mower Body Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, the Weed Whacker, which is for the ears and nose, and let's not forget about their liquid formulations, the Crop preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire winning stocking stuffer. One, the Manscaped 2 in 1 shampoo plus conditioner just launched. Kills two birds with one stone. I genuinely love this stuff. I've got a couple of bottles in my closet. Could not speak highly. It's got like an earthy smell. Really, really solid. It also, you can get the Manscaped Cologne Body Wash, which I also use. It's great. You can get the Shears 2 Luxury 4 piece nail kit, the Crop Mops, which is ball wipes for your stanky balls. Or the Manscaped signature cologne. All of these formulations are vegan, cruelty-free, they're dye free, sulfate-free, paraben-free. So you know their products are legit. Make sure you hurry to their site, that's manscaped.com, and ensure that these gifts show up for the holiday season while you're there. Get 20% off, plus free shipping when you use the code DNVR. All right, guys, I gotta give you my DraftKings pick of the week, DraftKings pick of the week and I'm going with the Denver Broncos to cover the 9.5-point spread at Kansas City. I don't know if I'm bold enough to flirt with the money line. Plus 310 is enticing to sprinkle a couple of dollars on. I just don't think this Chiefs team is the Chiefs team of old. I mean, obviously, they figured it out a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but I think Denver's defense is good enough to pressure Mahomes. I think the Broncos should be able to move the ball on the Chiefs, and because of that, i like them to at least cover that spread. At minus 100, that's good value. You might even buy a couple of points in and get it at plus money. But my DraftKings pick of the week, Broncos to cover the nine and a half point spread. Lock it in. Can you guys sense your teammates going hard and like wanting to compete more just because when, I mean, like when Isaiah's dishing out 12 assists and just being completely selfless with the basketball, can you, is that like palpable? Can you feel that on the court? Like everybody's like, all right, this is fun. We're all involved. We're all getting going.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, our team is a very unique dynamic where we don't really understand what's going on uh, because we're so, you know, in the flow of, of things. But, yeah. you know, um, you know, I went out uh, with, I think, 10 minutes left and understood, like, just watching Zay, you know, just share the ball and and how everybody was having fun rather than, you know, just, you know, one or two guys or three guys. Um, you know, the bench was into it and and everything. So, You know, once once the ball moves, and and you know that's the way we play. uh, It's it's just definitely a lot of fun to play and and witness.
0: I noticed in that Arkansas Little Rock game, to kind of break that one three one, it it seemed like you guys were kind of taking advantage of that skip pass pretty frequently. Was that something that coaches were emphasizing?
1: Yeah, um, you know they, you know Little Rock had a lot of length, so. Um, you know and they would fly at you uh, when you caught the ball like it wouldn't even be a, like a closeout it would just be like I'm just, just kind of run at you. at you yeah just sprint at you and see what see what you do Um, so yeah he definitely said you know hey let's try to get the flash in the middle uh, or on the one of the sidelines and then just immediately look opposite whether that's Isaiah crashing from the half court or DT just wide open under the basket literally he would just be he would just be there or Adam all the way across um, on the opposite corner. So uh, he definitely said that in the timeout right before my pass. So, um, you know, kudos to to him for that, for that. Assist. Good coaching. Yeah, definitely.
0: You guys got a big game coming up against St. Mary's. But but before we talk about that, just real quick, we had the T-shirt finally drop. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I've seen online has has just absolutely loved it. I mean, what was that like? Kind of seeing everybody react to it and then wanting to buy a shirt with you on it.
1: Yeah, that, that's it's it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, I never thought I would, you know, be in the situation where, you know, I would sell a shirt. Um, <laughs> but it's it's definitely uh an awesome opportunity and you know, hopefully I can see, you know, a bunch of people with it. Hopefully I can, you know, give out as many as as, as I can as well. So um, you know, it's just it's just a blessing and, and an honor uh for me to to be doing this and and hopefully I can see, you know, some of those in Moby. I just want to see it in, in person. I'll see it in person soon, but uh, I just definitely want to see it in person. That'd be,
0: that'd be awesome. You think that's going to be kind of like a weird feeling? Like, is do you feel proud? Do you feel like embarrassed from the attention? I feel like, I feel like I am not allowed to wear it because
1: I feel like <laughs> they'll be a little conceited uh, of me, but um, it might be weird uh, because yeah, it's just like, Why is my, why is my face on your, on your shirt? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, I've never really felt that before. I've never really had that happen before. I mean, jerseys, I understand like college jerseys and customized jerseys and everything, but like with just me on it, it's just, yeah, it might, it might, it might feel weird for a little bit. I might have to get used
0: to it. You're going to come home one day and like Isaiah and everybody's just going to be wearing them. Right. Right. I'm going to just be like, bro, just take it off, bro. (laughs) That looks weird. (laughs) All right. Well, big game coming up against St. Mary's, obviously. They, they scraped out a win against Utah State last night. Really physical game. They're a team that's tremendous defensively. They really slow it down tempo-wise. They kind of try and bog it down. What are the coaches emphasizing to you about them, and, and what kind of stands out about this group? Yeah. um, You know, the coaches are really emphasizing right now of
1: just our mentality and our mental approach to to the game. You got to understand that they're a very, very physical team. Uh, They're a very experienced team as well. So uh, understanding our defensive assignments and understanding their sets and what they like to do. Um, You know, they like they like a lot of ball screens and a lot of uh, post ups. So um, you'll see a lot of a lot of physicality hopefully uh, not a lot of fouls, hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll just be a physical clean game, um, you know, and, and just understanding where the shooters are and, and understanding like, Hey, you know, there's, there's a lot of veteran, veteran leadership that that's coming in here. Uh, and they just had a gutty win against Utah state, you know, Utah state played really, really great defense, um, you know, especially in the first half, I think they only scored 16 in the first half uh, but St. Mary's, you know, couldn't, you know, hit a three. So um, You know, they got that rolling in the second half and, you know, it came down to a loose ball foul. But those are two really, really good teams and competitive teams. And, you know, for them to get that win out in Utah State, you know, it's really, really difficult. So, um, you know, they're going to come in here, you know,
0: pretty fresh and, and and hot
1: from a win. So we just have to be ready for that.
0: I think it was a foul on Bean, but I hate that that's the way that that game ended
1: yeah uh you know it's it's definitely a tough ending for sure uh I kind of wanted it to go to you know overtime just to watch more uh more basketball uh that second half was was great you know it was kind of a shootout for a little bit and then you know everybody you know started locking up on defense as well so uh it was a really great game it's just yeah it's really tough to to see you know how hard those guys worked for that shot and, and that offensive rebound and to see that foul you know it, it it's it's the right call, definitely. But you know, as a, as a basketball fan, and you know, watching that game, I just like wanted, the
0: unwritten rule, though. You got you know, that's a play on situation. Like it's not like they weren't going to get a shot off, anyways. Yeah, like, let's just go to overtime. Yeah, it's yeah, it's if it if it wasn't as
1: physical as it was, I feel like they would have let it go. But I'm, yeah, he came I feel in like hot. yeah, he came in pretty hot. So, uh, but you know, that's that's who he is as a player, and I have a lot of respect for being for that for that.
0: Uh, he's playing. He's playing his tail off. So, um, you know, just watching that game was a lot of fun. Just real quick. I don't want to take up too much of your time today, but you guys played a weird game against St. Mary's last year coming off of a COVID pause. How much can you guys take away from that? Or is it just kind of one of those where you just kind of throw it out because it was such wonky circumstances? Um, Yeah, Uh, I feel like in my opinion,
1: that was actually the game that really turned our season around. Um, we definitely weren't, first of all, yeah, we came off of COVID. Yeah. That's an excuse that everybody could have used last year, but I don't like to use that excuse, um, as a competitor, but, you know, going into that game and understanding like, Hey, we have a long way to go to be, you know, the team that we want to be, uh, they were really super physical with us. Um, and that's something that we haven't seen in, 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 you know, at that point in time, Um, and it really, you know, that game really had us, uh, looking ourselves in the mirror and challenging ourselves to like, Hey, what do we want to do with this season? Um, you know, it was a really, really rough offensive game. Uh, it was a pretty good defensive game, uh, but, you know, we just couldn't get anything going offensively. So, uh, you know, it really looked at us, um, you know, we really looked at ourselves and be like, Hey, you know, how physical do you want to play? How strong can you play while being under control? And. You know, we definitely learned a lot uh, from that game and we just were used to physicality after that. So really wanna like thank thanks thanks uh St. Mary's for you know putting a whooping on
0: us for last year <laughs> because it definitely transformed our season. Definitely. I think you guys won like 11 straight after that or something like that. You yeah. went on a big run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um should be an electric crowd. Obviously, it's been it's been good crowds throughout the season. I'm expecting if not a sellout, dang near close to it on Saturday. It's definitely going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it, David. Thank you as always for giving us time. Oh, real quick before you go, do you? Uh, we've talked about college football a little bit. You're a college football fan. You have any thoughts on who you want the next CSU coach to be?
1: Uh, I don't. I'm not really too invert. Uh, you know, into coaching right now. Like I don't. I know like most of the big names, but like understanding like, Hey, this offensive coordinator might be a good, good fit or anything. I get you. All, all I want to see is, is my dream is to see a five wide offense and we're throwing the ball 40 to 50 times a game and actually having fun playing football. Um, that's just my style of play. Um, but you know what, whoever coach, you know, I trust, I trust the administration for, you know, hiring whoever they need. So um, you know, hopefully, You know, we can, we can change it up a little bit uh, on on the offensive end because I'm a, I'm a quarterback. So I'd love to see (laughs) it out, baby. Yeah. I just need, I just need a uh, running gun kind of guy. So, um, you know, we'll see, but I feel like, you know, whoever it is, I feel like, you know, it'll be a good fit.
0: You might not like this, but Vikings OC Clint Kubiak, that's my guy. I'd I'd like Mm to, he's a CSU alum. I'd like to see them go after him.
1: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good spot for sure. Um. Yeah, just any offensive mind that really loves to, you know, throw the ball and spread it out. That's really bring all Bring
0: it into this century a little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. You know, <laughs> we're in the Mountain West. You know, it's the West Coast
0: offense. Uh, you know, that's something that I would like to see. Me too, buddy. Thank you, as always. Looking forward to it. Good luck on Saturday. And I'm really looking forward to seeing those T's and Moby. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. just like that.